Why, you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's scruffy-looking? You might want to buckle up, baby. I just assumed he's a woman. Ladies and gentlemen, creatures of the galaxy, welcome to the Scruffy Looking Podcasters, a straight up scruffy Star Wars podcast. Thank you for joining us. Now put your feet back, relax, and enjoy that warm Yorkshire pudding real, real, real close to you as we roll into episode 137 of this grand adventure. Today is October 11, 2024. You guys out there in Rio, Linda. Today, we will be down one member of Scruffy Squadron. Unfortunately, Ed can't be joining us this week. He's at some playground somewhere. But we'll be back next week. Don't worry. We'll try to avoid derailing anything off of this train. So you'll be pleased to know that three of the members here are still with us tonight. Myself, Jimmy Dice, over here in America, across the big ocean blue, one of our UK lads, Mr. Chris Hall. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Very tired, but I'm good. Let's yes. fucking do this. Yes. Talk some Star Wars, as yes. would say. Yes. And whom you've already heard from with his knocking and tapping and twiddling and twirling, Mr. Kev Garbett. How are you, man? Hey, I'm bloody brilliant, mate. I'm not going to lie. Well, I say bloody brilliant. I've had a shittest week going, but I'm here, aren't I? We're talking Star Wars. I'm with you too. It's great. Come on, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Forrest and Lost have this, so mate, you all right? That- this weekend's been awesome. Do you know why? No game. There you go. Move on. <laughs> Ooh, yep. Move any on. comments on any comments on new manager? Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I'm excited. Genuinely <laughs> excited. <clears throat> Great choice. What I wanted about five or six years ago as a manager, and he wouldn't come at the time, and now he's uh, here. So just think now. I'm just. I'm not gonna over exaggerate it, but we are definitely gonna get promotion. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. No, I'm well, excited. I'm excited for his appointment. I can't wait. Good, good. Well, I mean, there it is. And there it was. I mean, I guess anything happening to us in Star Wars this week, Kev? Why don't you just keep on going? Oh, lads, I'm, you know, while on this podcast, you you sort of take the mickey about how long some of my weeks go on, but I'm literally going to be quick this week because you know how it is when real life takes over and shit goes to fucking. The, the fan but i've only done a couple of things which is play fallen order and oh um yeah i've got to i've got to Ilum, jimmy whoa oh yeah i'm cracking on with it i've done the uh death of me a bit uh oh god that last boss on that was a oh that was yeah a, that was a cracker mm-hmm. um and then i played a bit a lot a lot because i've been working away most of the week but i played a bit more squadrons which i think we're going to talk about and your week as well, Jimmy, because I think you're way yeah. ahead, aren't you? You've been, you've been hitting that hard, haven't you? I've been trying to hit that as hard and as fast as I can. Yes, it is yeah. quite enjoyable. Oh, yeah. So I just finished the first level. <laughs> nice. So you're, are, you out, are you out of the prologue? Have you played? I'm out of the prologue. I've done, I formed the Vanguard Squadron, dude. I formed you know, that level one, so I've done all of that. I'm on to the next part because literally, dude. I've been because I've been working away. Oh, sure. I got I got back Friday, Friday night at my buddies, and we played a bit of Fallen Order. <coughs> Didn't get a chance yesterday. I played a, about an hour this morning, <clears throat> so that is where I'm up. But I'm, I think next week I'm pretty much only working away for one night, so I might get a bit more squadrons done. So next Ooh. week, oh, and there'll be something special next week. <laughs> Because I've had a little oh. email. I've had a little email about something. Ooh, wow! Is it something that we know about, or yeah, is it? 
yeah. I think I think I've mentioned it. So you you'll have put two and two together. I take it. Uh oh. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. But squadrons, yeah. So far, so good. So I've done the I've done the first level, the the Vanguard Squadron. Um, yes. What's uh, been your initial impression? Really good. I lo- I really enjoy it so far. Um, mm-hmm. I've not. I've only obviously played a Tie Fighter and an X Wing so far. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting in some of the other ships. Um, I know we had a catch up in the week, and you know, I think Ed and yourself were saying the A Wings like the absolute creme de la creme of it. So, um, mm. yeah, it's really good so far. I like the controls. I like how it flows. Um, the graphics are sensational at times. You know, when you're flying around some of the Imperial fleets and everything, mm-hmm. it just looks mm-hmm. sensational. So, uh, well, the, it's so, it's so close. Now, are you playing it on PS4? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Are you, uh, like flying really close to a star destroyer where you can almost like fly in between like the plates of the ship or just like yeah. right along the surface, the graphics on it is just so detailed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty straightforward so far. So I presume it's going to get a little bit more difficult as you go along. Um, right. So at the minute, the kind of the first level is kind of follow this person, mm-hmm. hit that convoy, shoot that, and you just kind of pretty straightforward so uh but i'm a bit disappointed because this week i was supposed to play it on the vr because my my mate's got a vr uh, vr system there Uh but he but we didn't get a chance in the end because we played fallen order so definitely this friday coming there's going to be some goddamn vr so uh oh yeah so uh goddamn i mean look lads you know I'm not one to go on for too long, so that's my week. You know that. <laughs> that's heard and smelt, my man. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, for for me, I've I've been doing basically just Star Wars Squadrons all week for every moment of free time that I have, like joystick in hand, not Pornhub, but Squadrons. <laughs> and it's been fantastic, dude. The graphics, and you're right. I'm playing it on PC, and I have a VR uh, Oculus Rift S. And the VR on it, like you're looking around in the cockpit, especially in the Rebel ships or mm. the New Republic ships. You re- can't really do the VR well in the TIE Fighter because you're in a ball. Yes. I mean, no wonder they're dying all the time. They can't see anything. <laughs> uh, it's just so inefficient how that ship is just com- you know built. But anyways, um, the VR experience is, is wild. I, I, I haven't... I play better skill-wise at the game, just using a joystick, looking at the monitor rather than doing the VR, but I'm I'm working on that. But yeah, I can't remember what level I'm at, like 14 or 13 or something like oh, that. But you- uh, it's I'm crawling my way up there. It's like a lot of my old tricks that I used to, not tricks, but just like habits, because I used to pl- I played the heck out of TIE Fighter and X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter when it first came out, as you guys know. So... <clears throat> like all of a lot of that muscle memory stuff is like coming back to me a lot quicker and I'm just so stoked about it. And yeah, I, I don't have any, I don't have a fancy like HOTUS set up. I'd love to get one. So that's the hands-on throttle and stick. So you have like a throttle in one hand and the joystick in the other. I just have the joystick with a bunch of buttons and a little throttle wheel on it that I use. Um, I don't have the HOTUS set up, which would be really cool to try, but whatever, eventually I do it. So folks, if you're out there, you can check us out on twitch scruffy podcast uh we're doing a couple of just sessions on there of just basically me just dicking around and dying a lot uh <laughs> fucking dave strutt got this dave strutt got this screenshot of me just getting fucking annihilated and it just says <laughs> blah 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 destroyed scruffy podcast and it's just you see my gloves and my flame and like my my uh uh the the the, the screen of my tie fire just imploding in on me it's like no <laughs> it's brilliant. It's what a great, great screenshot. Um, it's just funny. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much been the story of my experience. Like, I am just awful at this game when it first came out, and I mean, just like anything, man. Like, it's 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 a really good one that you can grind on. You know, like, uh, well, when you get to like dog fights and fleet battles, which are basically the only two modes that you can play, uh, you can just kind of grind away at it earn points and then you get to unlock like new weapons torpedoes and things like that Uh, so it's just been an absolute blast and i love seeing everybody out there as well playing it 
like I love I follow the the guys over on Blue Harvest, like seeing their Twitter or their Twitch uh, raging with this stuff as well, and just on Twitch and Twitter and all that stuff, just sharing their streams. It's so cool because it's so much fun. So I played so this week. I played with Ed, and then I played with uh, Josh Nelson, Jay Nils. Uh, so that was fun. That was that was really cool. So we got to get the squadron together. You got to get Pierman, us, Kev. You oh, can be there dude. as well. We'll do it on a Friday, so you know the PlayStation people get it. We can get that squaffy, squaffy squad, squaffy squad, squaffy squad. Get that squaffy squad up there. Yeah, webbits. We'll be hunting some twilighties <laughs> out there. Squaffy <laughs> squad room. Yeah, that's basically been my week. I made a real freaking hard impulse purchase uh, Friday. Um, I ordered the Thai Heavy and the uh, Thai Reaper. Off of eBay because the Thai Heavy just came out and the Thai Reaper. I wasn't going to get it, but I wanted it anyways because I play the ship in Squadrons. Now it actually has like a personal relevance to me outside of seeing it in that one scene in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that Imperial Thai like transport that cruises overhead when Cassian Andor opening scene when he's walking down the like the crowd of people and stuff before he wastes the dude. Uh, you yeah, only yeah. see it there, maybe like one other spot later in the in Rogue One, but it's it's the opposing opposite to the U-wing, so that's how they can incorporate into squadrons, which is really cool. But yeah, enough about squadrons. This is a Star Wars Squadrons <laughs> podcast. Let's move on to something more interesting. So, Mister Chris Hall, would you please tell us, enlighten us in your week in Star Wars, my friend? Oh, just like Kev, mate. Not not a lot from from me this week. Adult adult life gets in the way. Um, just carried on with Inktober, mate. So just oh, bashing, it, bashing them going, ships mate? out, mate, day by day. How's it's it going, good, mate? It's good, yeah. mate. I'm re- really, really enjoying it this year. I feel like what are we on now? We're eleven days in as we yeah. record right now. Um, and I feel. <clears throat> Like the purpose of the challenge is is working for me, and it's pushing me. And I feel like I've I've learned a few bits along along oh. the way, and it's getting it, it's getting more traction than I've ever got on on my Instagrams, which is great because obviously yeah. I want to build a bigger audience, so Accurate. my That's work awesome. gets out further. So, so you, you know, yeah, so far, then, you know, so yes, far, mate. dude. I know this. One. Have you drawn? Is everything you've drawn been? new stuff that you've never drawn before or are some uh no mate yeah it's all brand new yeah oh you got a favorite so far um what's challenged, really like, most? what's challenged me the most um that anakin's jedi starfighter was a bitch to draw <laughs> <laughs> that like i know like the purpose of this i, sort of, I said last week didn't i, I was like i yeah. need to practice some straight lines mm. there's a lot of fucking straight lines on that <laughs> a lot of diagonal lines like just going backwards and forwards um so that was yesterday the 10th that was yesterday yes nice um i chucked i chucked k2 in there k2so halfway through the week so i was like i just need what i need to have some fun and yep. yeah yeah do, do something a bit messy because these ships <clears> were like taxing me a bit but yeah yeah it's good i'm enjoying it i've um i've got some good ones lined up i'm really excited nice uh, <clears throat> Oh, well, yeah, I mean, slave Kevin, one. There, there will be a, a slave one, Kevin. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never, uh, I've never drunk. Like I mean, if you're going to do the Phantom, I mean the Ghost. Excuse me. I mean, you might as well do. You, you have to do Slave One. Yeah. Dude, they they look oh, amazing, oh, yeah. man. I'm I'm looking at them right now. The Y wing is so dope, and it's really it's really cool how you're relating it. You know, pushing your limits because I mean that's what the whole month is about, right? Just trying new stuff and all these straight yes, lines man, yeah. and and <gasps> dare I say color? Yeah, yeah, that has not been unseen. Yeah, every every everyone's had color on so far. Kev, what do you think to that? <laughs> that's eleven drawings. Mate, uh, all they. Uh, Disappointed, mate. You need to get back to your black and white stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you, mate? What's this colour nonsense you're doing? (laughs) Oh, dear. I need this Um, black and white drawings. (sighs) No, mate, look great so far, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, I I, I, am. Of the ones so far, like, I mean, all of these are my favourite, but 
the shuttle Tidarium, but the Hammerhead Corvette. That was that's just sexy. That surprisingly, that is my least favorite so far, and it has got the most traction. No way, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how it's that probably works out. one of my most liked photos ever on Instagram. <clears throat> I went Hammerhead. Yeah, the Hammerhead Corvette. I went to bed, wow. I woke up, and my phone was just <clears throat> on fire with notifications. So uh, uh, I was just wow. like, what do I know? Yeah. That is uh, yeah. October day eight, for those of you keeping track of Rio Linda. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, really enjoying that. Crack on with that again uh, next week. Other than that, no Star Wars for me, but I finished Sopranos last night, Kev. Oh, Oh, finished my rewatch. That's uh, so mate, so what did give you us think? a uh, the ending. Is it how? What's your take on it? Well, the first time I watched it, I watched it like everyone did, mm. and in two thousand and seven, and thought my TV had broke. Um, <laughs> the second time, I was still a bit annoyed. I knew, it, obviously, I knew it was coming, and then like it took me a while to get my head around it. And then I went. I remember the second time I watched it, which was probably about. Ooh, five or six years ago, I went on a big like conspiracy theory deep dive on the internet. Like, what is this about? Like, what, what's all this? All these different things going on? Like, <laughs> I need closure. I need to know. Who's the guy that walks in the bathroom? Why does AJ walk in with a strut? Like, why is Meadow parking a car like seven times? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what do the lyrics to the song mean? Like, do you know what I mean? And uh, oh yeah, last night I just watched it and I was like, yeah. It is what it is. What so you, you don't do? feel different. You know, you know what you're going to do? Yeah. No, I quite liked help. it. I, like, yeah. I knew it was happening. The whole scene is very jarring compared to the rest of the episode. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it made... It was an unconventional ending for a TV show that absolutely and utterly pushed the boundaries of what you could do with TV. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. See, I'm on, um, I've just finished part one of season six in, in our yeah. rewatch. So, um, hmm. it's surprising, you know, cause I've seen, this is my third rewatch and I've said to you, Chris, that like series five and six, are, the, are my least favourite. Mm. You know, now I'm doing the rewatch, I remember why. It's kind of... I mean, it's a, it, it's still my favourite TV show, but it is a little bit uneven, isn't it? And a bit... Yeah. And five very, six, six really picks up. Yeah. And it's a lot better than five. And it's... There's, it, a, there's a bit in the, <laughs> in the final episodes I totally forgot about. And it is fucking brutal. It's like one of the grimmest things I've ever seen on TV. It's like... <laughs> Whoa! And it's not so much what happens; it's the noise. <laughs> which one? What? Which was is that? This, is this the pavement? It's not the pavement. No. Oh no! Is this That's something else? Scene now. Oh, it it's is. Um, uh, spoiler! Spoiler alert for it because I know uh, my mate Dale sometimes listens to all the right, podcast. Right, so spoiler alert! Pause for the next thirty seconds. Smell. Uh, it's when uh, they finally take out Phil Leotardo. Oh uh, yeah. Oh he yeah! Falls, they, they shoot him and he falls to the ground, and then his <laughs> wife locks the keys in the car, and she's screaming, and the car like swerves and drives over his head. And it's a, <laughs> it's a <laughs> popping like the popping noise. It's just like, <laughs> it's proper grim. Oh uh, man, that is great. Yeah. He definitely had it coming. Oh my <laughs> god! What a prick! Seriously, ah. Oh, he- oh. yeah. Because what, the one I've just watched is where they have the kind of, it's not a proper sit down where they go and see Carmine. Yeah. And it's a right prick in that, isn't it? Because, like, yeah. Carmine makes a little comment about Tony Blundetto. And it's like, oh, you're like, Jesus that's Christ. That's it. Ru- ruined <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Bang. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, oh, shit. But, I'd yeah. forgot, forgot about Bobby as well, bless him. Yeah. I know. Totally, that was so totally sad. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. What a laugh. And still. Yeah, just, just wanted his. But, yeah. I know. It's, yeah, and Silva. Yeah, he just wanted his. Uh, yeah. 
his his train, you know, model train. Yeah. What's wrong with this model train? <laughs> now, well, you feel, now you feel bad for these people. I, I, like, I didn't I think, mate, if, if you're willing to drop eight grand on a fucking vintage train set, you deserve to get shot, mate. <laughs> you know what, I mean? <laughs> what does that say about us? What is that saying? What <laughs> <laughs> are these hot toys? There's a lesson yeah. there, boys. There's a lesson, isn't there? But yes, I know this. I know this is a Star Wars podcast. But anyone out there that's not seen The Sopranos, or it's been a while since you, I thoroughly recommend that you watch it. It is probably my second favorite TV show of all time. Mm. It is. It's absolutely utterly groundbreaking at a time when it, it made TV what TV is today. Is that behind uh, Strictly Come Dancing, Chris? Yes, mate. Behind uh, behind Strictly. Uh, Britain's Got Talent and expected. Because <laughs> we're uh, <laughs> But yeah, with with Sopranos, you've got you've got no Wire, you've got no Breaking Bad, you've got no Sons of Anarchy. It is the the one, and even just even if you like to study the art of acting, it is <laughs> Edie Falco and um, oh, Gandolfini is just. James Gandolfini, they're just yeah. a force of nature together. Fucking, she's incredible, and he's he's just like that's one of the greatest performances I think in TV yeah. history. Yep, yep. He, uh, I'm so sad what happened to him when he died when he pa- passed away too early. But I had just seen him in. Uh, we rewatched um, Crimson Tide. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. young James Gandolfini in there, but anyways, we love James Gandolfini. Well, there is that little bit in the Sopranos, you know, when they had the um, intervention for Chris. Yeah. Um, I think I told you, like, just a little tidbit, because, you know, one of Chris's, when Tony's, like, giving Chris some advice, and he gives him, he, like, shouts back at him, what the fuck do you know? You'll be dead by 50, you fat, <laughs> whatever. And Gandolfini <laughs> died in real life at 51, which is, I like, know. really bizarre, isn't it? It's like, oh, whoa. I know. That's creepy. Oh, man, I love that. When he sat on the dock. <laughs> <laughs> he sat on the dog. fucking dog. What the fuck? He's like Tony's. Just he's like what? Like how fucked as, up were you? As, as much as I love Paulie, but that that bit Silvio's the best one in that. Yeah. What is what is saying? <laughs> one day I came into work. Your head was in the toilet. Your hair was all wet. It was disgusting. <laughs> it, was a, it was a bachelor's party. You were there. It was like I said my piece. There's no, there's no funnier sometimes than like Steve, little Stevie, Steve Van Zandt, just like the look on his face, just that. Yeah. It's just brilliant. He's just got that. He doesn't say anything sometimes. It's just like looking or he'll nod his head or something. And it's just like, it does that little scene with him. And then he like sits back in his chair with that little look on his face. It's like, oh, it's yep. brilliant. And then no Paulie starts, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't write anything down. <laughs> I'll keep this sweet. You're a disgrace. <laughs> You're weak. You're a disgrace. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, God. Fantastic. Go on. Sorry, Chris. Go on, man. No, no, no. It's all good, man. Let's talk about some Star, Star Wars before we <laughs> turn off. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, so, we are going to pass on our Be More Leia segment this week once Ed returns next week because Ed just pulls it off with a voice that just melts butter. And I can't recreate that. So, we're going to move on to Are You Kidding Me? Are You Kidding Me is a segment where we take something that says, Are you kidding me? So here we are with our shares. Are you kidding me? I'm surprised, to be sure. But it worked well. Right, so I stumbled across this in the week and I thought this was brilliant. And Jimmy, this has got your name written all over it. Oh. oh. So you guys know how much of a fan of the dark crystal age of resistance series i i am and yeah uh, we never mentioned it did we netflix have cancelled it fucking wank i know uh, I, I, one week in the same week it won an emmy for best children's show and then three days later it got cancelled <laughs> by netflix <laughs> like uh, they cancelled everything fucking oh, pricks God. what's yeah. going on with netflix anyway go on cancel glow as well aren't they it's not great. Right. fucking wank yeah. Right. Anyway, the Dark right. Crystal. 
<clears throat> so there was recently uh, an AMA on Reddit. For those that don't know, that's an Ask Me Anything. Uh, it was some of the creators of the Thank show. You, mate. Thank you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me anything. Uh, with some of the creators of the show. And right, I'm going to do try my hardest to pronounce this correctly. Writer and co-executive producer, Javier Grigio Markswatch. He's um, a bit of a veteran in the TV world as a writer. Worked on a... Um, Worked on Lost for many years. Uh, also done some Law and Order. He was asked he'd when they announced the show um, a few years ago when they do they were doing a, con, a panel at a con. He said that he had written in some some little Easter eggs, some pop culture Easter eggs. Um, okay. And that's one of the people on Reddit said, um, "I've always wanted to know because I never picked up on what these Easter eggs were. Could you tell me what they are?" So, I don't. Have you guys both watched the show, haven't you? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So his response: there was two little Easter eggs that he put in there personally as a writer and as a nerd. Um, so the Aragim ascendancy, which is the Arathim, are you know those big spiders that like all form together right at the end yep. and like uh, try yeah. and take over. They were called the Arathim. And he turned them into an ascendancy and called them the Arathim Ascendancy, in his own words, as a nod to Timothy Zahn's Chiss Ascendancy. Ooh, Ooh wow. That is so freaking cool. Yeah. And there's a little extra nugget as well on the end. There is a character called Rekka. I spell R-E-K dash y r and he is one of the gelfling that helped that the main troop across the crystal desert um it's a bit of a badass warrior oh, and nice. um his name is an anagram of Riker. will Riker. <laughs> no and way was, and the way that they spelt it in the show was actually apparently how it how Riker's name was spelt in the star trek tng pilot Oh no way! So it was with like a Y or some, or yeah, right? yeah. How cool is no that? Shit! Wow! Wait, that is freaking awesome, dude. That is there like two two of my favorite things from those perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I know, mate. Guys. I read it and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jimmy's oh gonna shit his pants when you tell me when I tell him this. Did. <laughs> it's a good thing I wear depends. Um, <laughs> Wow, that is really fucking cool. Man. Wow. Oh, dude, the Chiss Ascendancy getting a nod. That's mm. fucking awesome, isn't it? Yeah, man. Dude, well done. That is, that is one that... <laughs> that is an are you kidding me? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love that. Well, I love little, little Easter eggs like that one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just like great it? when like, the, the makers of these shows that we love are also nerds like we are and... <laughs> filter things in like mm. that you know? yeah well, like um, i mean the easy one like daniel craig on force awakens mm. or jj imprinting or 3d printing the batmobile on the underside of the falcon model that you don't see yeah. in the movie but it is it's there you know what i mean yeah um, shit like that is so freaking cool i love it brilliant sweet sweet uh, so we're going to go take it to the news. couple items this week. The High Republic Crawl. So this was released. Uh, official site, StarWars.com. The official opening crawl for Star Wars, The High Republic. Uh, I'm just going to read it for here. The galaxy is at peace, ruled by the glorious Republic and protected by the noble and wise Jedi Knights. As a symbol of all that is good, the Republic is about to launch the Starlight Beacon into the far reaches of the Outer Rim. This new space station will serve as a ray of hope for all to see. But just as a magnificent renaissance spreads throughout the Republic, so does a frightening new adversary. Now the guardians of peace and justice must face a threat to themselves, the galaxy, and the Force itself. Ooh. I mean, that's pretty badass. That's better than any of the three fucking crawls we saw in the sequel trilogy. <laughs> 
I don't know what you're talking about. Have you been on Twitter again, Jimmy? Have you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh God. The dead speak. The dead speak. <laughs> I, think, I think my favourite is uh, Revenge of the Sith. War. War, that's brilliant, isn't it? War, exclamation mark. Yeah, War. No, no shit. I always want to put, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. Dude, I thought that. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, what is it good for? Yeah, absolutely nothing. That would Except have been brilliant. A lot of film and media. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, dear. I'm super excited about this. Now, Kev, um, are you planning on reading any of this stuff? Like, of course. Uh, novels and stuff when it pops I out? I will be reading all of it. Yeah, nice. definitely. Yeah, I'm quite... Um, didn't they release the opening sort of prologue to it not long ago? To this? Yes. It was hinting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we did. I'm just recalling because I've been to bed. I've been to bed in the last few days, so I can't remember oh, anything. No. So good. It was just like 10 episodes I'll go, ago. I've got a shit memory. Yeah. But so that was hinting at the unseen enemy in that. So it's not telling you not, but it's intriguing, shall we say? That's um, that's what I think to it. It's intriguing, very, very intriguing indeed. And what the, I want to know what the starlight beacon is. Like, yeah. we're told that there's some kind of space station or something that explodes, or is like a like a some kind of oasis out in the outer rim or mid rim or something like that, or out far reaches of the outer rim. To, that's what it says. But you know, what is the starlight beacon? Is that what this is? And does it just explode, which causes the big controversy that like starts off the book, or is it something else like outbound flight, where it's actually a colony ship full of you know full of dreadnoughts just spiraling off into the unknown regions to like just populate people, a la Western expansion in the United States? Well, they're putting it in the outer rim, aren't they? So they must be bothered there because it says it's a space station and a beacon of hope. Because I like the. You know, it's interesting that it says everything's great in the galaxy. However, they're sending this beacon as a ray of hope for everybody to see. So that's going to get, I would imagine, attacked or shot down by this new threat or something. Mm-hmm. And then we're into it, aren't we? Ship, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's. I'm pretty excited. In a nutshell, I'm, I'm super stoked. And probably this will be the reason that sort of kicks it off like you were saying kev you know they blow this thing up and maybe that's how it all starts out chris what do you think i ain't got a clue mate i you know you know what i'm saying yeah that's heard, heard. I'm, I'm, I'm already lost mate you've, you've started talking about like you dropped some names and stuff in there and yeah and i'm just like whoa well i yes i will live vicariously over the coming months through you guys because um, I know you're going to be well into this shit it looks cool I remember when that concept art came out when they announced it and um, yeah. there was them like Mad Max looking dudes and I thought they look they look really cool um, mm-hmm. were they called Marauders or something like that are they Marauders or what were they uh, yeah I think you know you're right and I don't remember this is like 20 episodes now but um, yeah think, it was some kind of Marauder yeah do you think they're the new threat or that's just like a a red errand, and the, there's something more Sith-like is the new threat. Like a deeper existential threat yeah. than the yeah. one that they're just showing us? Maybe, because yeah. it feels feels kind of weird that they would just show show the bad guy right off the bat, you know what I mean? Wouldn't they want to leave something to the imagination? Yeah, yeah. you'd think you know? so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe these marauders are just kind of like... Local thugs, pirates, you know, people. Yeah, that's what that's what they look. Get, Just they don't the look Nihil on it. Was it Nihil or something? Nihil, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah the Nihil. Good memory, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good memory, man. Well done, Kev. Yes, thank you, sir. I remember Before that you, bit. You get a warm Yorkshire pudding. Before my oh. brain turned into a Yorkshire pudding. Me, I've had, I've had five Yorkshire puddings on my dinner today. Mate, that's a, that's an achievement, lad. That is. I had four. She says, how many do you want? I says, I'll have four. She put me four in. And I, Jackson, left one. So I had that bad boy. <laughs> and then it was just it was just settling. And, you know, when you get that feeling, like when you've had a massive dinner, you're just like, oh. You feel a bit like, oh. <laughs> she says, there's, there's two more outside if you want them. Do you know what I did? 
I want okay. it kitchen, mate. Uh, there's these two Yorkshire puddings. Yes. I looked at I looked at gravy pot. I was like, nah, I'm not. I got some golden syrup, mate, and put them on. Oh, <laughs> my, oh my gran- fantastic, mate, mate! My granddad used to put jam on it. He'd put a bit of jam on it, oh. leave it cold, and Dirty. put some jam on. Oh, yeah, like a little oh. dessert. Now, Chris, can I ask you, were they proper made Yorkshire puddings, or did you cheat and just buy ready-made ones? Oh, they were ready-made ones, mate. We didn't make oh. them so. Right, okay, no, but it's still we're busy. We're- we're a busy family, mate. We're not quite at that level yet. Mate, you know what I mean? No, you know when you're doing yourself, mate. Oh, my God. Getting <laughs> yeah. that mix, getting that mix so rate, in it? Can, oh. can you... I had to have this explained to me, but can you explain in under 30 seconds what the hell is a Yorkshire pudding? A Yorkshire pudding is a gift from the gods, Jimmy. <laughs> um, That's precisely what it is, James. That's One of right. the finest finest things that will ever touch your taste buds it's basically a little bowl made out of pancake batter nice but it's to be had savory with your sunday dinner mm-hmm. so rather than like you get you mix up your, your pancake batter and you would fry it in the frying pan and you've got your flat pancake these you put in a baking tray and they rise up like into a miniature little bowl and you can pour your gravy in and get some mash in there and some peas. Oh, <laughs> and the ultimate, yes. the ultimate Jimmy is the, is the, the big Yorkshire pudding where you make a fucking massive one and then you shove everything in it. So you get your fucking veg gravy, put some oh, sausages in there, cut it all, fucking let it soak. <laughs> mate. So that's your plate, mate. That's your plate. And then you eat your plate. So you eat the pudding. You eat the Yorkshire oh pudding. Oh my god, oh. that does sound music. That's, that's pretty it. amazing. Music, music festival standard food. That is, it is mate, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Five pounds. I had one. I had one, I, I had one at the last con, Chris, didn't I? Can remember when we went up to Manchester, yeah, mate? <laughs> <laughs> it was outrageous. Mate, you, had, you had a Yorkshire pudding wrap. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Oh, a mate. Wrap. A how, wrap. how do you make that into a wrap? Uh, well. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> You, you obviously make a big one, and then you like fold it over so that it, it, they'd obviously not made it round; they'd made it oblong. So then they put all the stuff in it. So they put the meat, the vegetable yeah. in, and yeah. then folded it over. Oh my god! So then god. you kind of eat it. You, and they I had it like on, a, on a hot press, didn't they? Yeah. yeah and then you, gotcha. like, so you eat it like a sandwich. Then. Oh my god! But then like the gravy, oh. the gravy will drip out as well. Yep. It's I can like, imagine that with like a nice beefy gravy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So traditionally over here, we'd have Yorkshire puddings with Sunday dinner, Sunday lunch mainly. So it's like a yep. roast. You'd have like a roast. You'd have your potatoes, your vegetables, and then your Yorkshire puddings at the side. Two or three normally, but if you're greedy like Chris, five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, five with my dinner and then two for pudding, mate. <laughs> yeah, seven. <laughs> seven Yorkshire puddings. God damn. No wonder you feel like shit right now. <laughs> When that settles and that hits rock bottom, whoa. oh yes, look oh, out! Absolutely. So, Republic, mate. I'm uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about <laughs> this as well. I mean, we got we got we had the concept art for the lightsaber last week. Uh, our first look at Yoda a couple weeks before that. So they're starting to leak out some stuff right now, and well, not leak out, but just release it. So pretty stoked. Can't wait to get reading on it. As our as our um, resident uh, bookophile, is that a word? Well, have sure. it. Well, well, sure. we've made it a word, Chris. Just we've like just like thronology. Yes, mate. As our resident guru of the written word, <coughs> what are your hopes and dreams for this, Jimmy? Are your hopes like that it turns into like what the EU did, or do you want it to go beyond that? I, uh, no, that's good. That's a good question, man. Like, I really, I'm trying to keep a real open mind on this and just not to have too many stark expectations for it. Like, I have to see this, or I have to see this. I would love to see, uh, something along the path of the Knights of the Old Repair, uh, the Knights of the Old Republic era style of writing and just historical background of how I feel like um, like Drew Carpatian, Carpatian, Carpatian like did a really good job writing about 
those times and those sort of like ancient, not ancient, but you know, medieval times have several hundred or thousands of years ago, so on before that really happened. That's years ago. That's like fucking thousands of years ago, isn't it? Right. And this is only five hundred years ago, so right. I, I guess I don't want to see something like Game of Thrones, um, but I do want to see. I just I, I want them to try to do a good job at portraying its five hundred years before the events that we are aware of. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I want to see some level of technology that's reflective of them just not having learned it yet. Mm. Sweet. That makes sense. Mm. Nice. But yeah, Sweet. so uh, the High Republic. There we go. In current canon, do we know how long lightsabers have been around for? Um, they've been around. They weren't around at the form of the Jedi and the Sith because they used to use actual like sabers, physical blades. Um, but they came pretty soon after, so near the dawn of. You know, the era of when the Jedi and the Sith were starting to become a thing. The dawn of the Jedi. The dawn of the <laughs> Jedi. I'd have just said fucking yeah. ages there. <laughs> oh, ages, man. We've had it forever. Fucking ever. Fucking Next question. The man of ages. That's just a stupid question. Yeah. In current canon, Kev, how long? Is, uh, do we know how long lightsabers have been around? Fucking ages, mate. <laughs> Good lads. Good lads. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> An elegant weapon, mate, for a more civilized age. Come on. That's mm. it. Indeed. Well, Chris, you want to talk about this last special topic that we have here? Oh, mate. What a lad. Yeah. The man. The lad. Ewan. Hey! Hi, Ewan. It was uh, on Friday night, mate. It was a, a, a virtual guest via whatever, Skype, whatever they use, um, on the Graham Norton show. So the Graham Norton show is, I think it's probably the best UK talk show, Kev. Would you agree? Completely and utterly agree, mate. I think yeah. he, he gets the best guest. And his show normally, when he's in the studio, is brilliant because he gets yeah. them interacting and it's, it's quite light, isn't it? And yeah. Brilliant, mate, yeah. So he had he had Ewan on as a guest virtually. There were people in the studio, but they were just sat like miles apart. Yeah, he had Frank. Distant. He had Frank Skinner on me, and I, I don't know what's happened to that guy, but it didn't look it didn't look good, mate at all. He's lost tons of weight, hasn't he, mate? He's got I don't know what was going off on his head, but it didn't all look right. Well. Okay. Okay. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to slap Frank Skinner off. <laughs> we're, here for, we're here for the main man, mate. Come on. A bit, a bit judgy there, weren't you? Like, oh, Frank Skinner. You're not <laughs> well, <laughs> And it went fucking dark quick. No one knows who that cunt is anyway, do they? Anyway, um, Ewan McGregor. So inevitably, obviously he's on to promote the uh, long way up. Um, but inevitably, as most of his interviews do and have done... <laughs> For the last 20 years, um, <laughs> the subject of Star Wars comes up, and Graham Norton's like, So, you're reprising the role of Obi Wan, um, which we all obviously all know about. Um, but he dropped a sweet little nugget in there, and he's like, Yes, we begin filming in March next year. Oh, yes, beautiful! So, beautiful. That, is, that is exciting. <laughs> I thought it was going to keep going because Graham was like, "So what is this? Is this is this just a show about you? Is it is it you on your own?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, it is the Obi Wan Kenobi show, but there are other people in it." And I was, <laughs> I was like, "Come on, mate, tell us, tell us." <laughs> no, just say, <laughs> just say I thought he was going to be like, "So yes, I, I, I'm going to team up with uh, my old friend Hayden again." Uh, <laughs> We're going to do some flashbacks to the Clone Wars. It's going to be fucking great. <laughs> Ride some speeder bikes together. <laughs> oh, mate. Won't that have been something? Yes, mate. Oh. Absolutely brilliant. He mentioned okay. Deborah Chow, didn't he? I think. I think he mentioned Deborah Chow. I think, did he say something about how excited he is to work with her? Um, I'm not sure, mate. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. he mentioned. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he mentioned that. To be honest, yeah. I don't really pay attention. I just look at him with like dreamy eyes. <laughs> but um like doing that teenage thing mate where you just you, your head's on your hands like oh yeah. she, oh what's she saying <laughs> yes, mate. Yeah. but it's good he was saying um because 
Graham Graham Norton was saying he's obviously getting closer in age now to what Alec Guinness was. Yeah. Right. Um, how does he find that as an actor? And he was saying, like, when he first portrayed the role, it was brilliant because he just went back. Because he, when he went into the Phantom Menace, and I've never heard him talk about this before, he was saying that when he went into Phantom Menace, he wanted to portray Obi-Wan how he thought Alec Guinness would have portrayed Obi-Wan at that age. Yeah. So he watched a ton of Alec Guinness's like early, early films and Ooh. to study it. And he says he just got to see these like amazing films that he'd never seen before, like all these like early classics. Um, nice. Lawrence of Arabia. And he, he he was proper loving it. But yeah, yeah he was he says he says I love he loves Alec Guinness. He loves him. Um and he's just really excited about getting back into this role. You could tell as well, like like Ooh. the enthusiasm. Like you know, some people they're just they're just there for fucking Patreon sell shit aren't they but <clears throat> I, you and uh, you could tell it genuinely seems buzzing to be back doesn't he do you know yes, what I mean mate. really yeah. really does um, but he's a great guest I know he's been on Graham Norton before hasn't he You're <laughs> he has mate yeah when he's been showing his lightsaber skills and all that lot, mate. oh <laughs> I, was, I sat, sat on toilet on, on Saturday and I was like <laughs> I was on my phone and I was like, you know, you do go on these deep dives. <laughs> <laughs> I found a compilation. It's about 30 minutes long. I sat and watched it and my legs went numb. It's like every <laughs> appearance of Ewan ever on the Graham Norton show. Is it really? Oh, 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 really? oh. all that sits together. for like 20 minutes. It was great. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. Virtually every time he's been on, he's ended up talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That must get that must get after him. That must bother him after a while. But I mean, because I'm watching a little bit before before uh, we started watching the latest season, Long Way Up, latest season. We we started it, but then we stopped because I wanted to rewatch them all again. Yeah, then watch them like fresh. We just finished season one. Uh, we made it to Magadan. Fucking Magadan! The Road of Bones. Every time (laughs) I want to go on the Road of Bones, the Road of Bones. Brilliant. (laughs) My friend Charlie Borman. <laughs> Have you watched the new season, Chris? Have you? I've not, mate. No. I've not. I haven't yet. I haven't. I you've given me the, the means to watch it, but yeah, I've yeah. just not heard. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't I, as a As a motorcyclist myself, um, who has aspirations of big trips and big dreams like that, like this is just just pure candy. Like this mm. is a gift. Those three show, those three series are a gift. And it's so the first, great. the first one's for amazing. I've watched it. I've got it. They're like I've got like the special edition box set. So there's three extra episodes of what was aired on TV. No way. For that, for that first oh. season. Um, nice. So it's ten instead of seven. Uh, that's how maths works. I don't know if you could figure that. Out. <laughs> um, wow. I must have. Re- <laughs> I've rewatched that like loads because we love that first season. Mm. Well, the second one's good. It's a bit annoying, like when he, he his wife joins him for like. A bit. So we, so yeah, like, so fucking yeah, I, stuff. I know. I was like, when when that first was mentioned in episode one of that second season, like Charlie's like, why is she coming along? I thought it was just going to be like <laughs> ten miles, not for yeah. ten days. <laughs> and I can like, see it, like, uh, and that's tough. Like, I yeah. was, uh, I was, I was chatting with my wife, and we was like, you know. If I were to do something like that, would you want to come in? She'd be like, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> she does know how to ride a motorcycle. She's that she's not hardcore into it like I am, but even if she were, I'd just like that's like your thing, you know? Like So so Jimmy, you're not going next week then, are you? Because <laughs> she said no. It's like, right, I'm going on my bike then. I'm going away for right. three months. <laughs> See you. I do, I do. Uh so I did take uh we took ten days and we went down uh the east coast one time down to like Georgia and stuff. Uh that was really cool a few years ago. Going down Georgia. Georgia. Do you want to go cross country? Cross country on a bike, camping out just like long way round style would be amazing with a support crew, camera team, um just you know special treatment at every big city I go with men with guns. It'd be great. Mm. <laughs> and a massive and a massive hospitality bus following you so that yeah, you yeah exactly exactly 
<laughs> well, it was funny when they said they got when they got to America. This is now a long way around podcast, folks. Just so you're wondering, um, when they get to Alaska, he's just like, "Yeah, this is the first time I'm really like getting tired of falling asleep on the bike because these roads is just so fucking nice. It's like a lazy boy you're riding on out there." <laughs> oh, that's when that kid runs into the back of him as well, isn't it? That young oh, kid, dude. The, yeah, some <laughs> Canadian guy. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, that is that is so dangerous, so dangerous to get get hip while you're on a bike. Oh man, it was it was saying on one of them Graham Norton interviews, but um, <laughs> it was because Graham was asking him a lot. The, the, obviously, people say like shout Obi Wan Kenobi at you and stuff like that, and it's like some people do and some people don't. It's like sometimes I have to convince people that I'm Obi Wan Kenobi. Like I am, I am, I am Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's other times when they they see you and it takes them like takes them back it says it says i was driving with my daughters to school and uh, this idiot like was recklessly driving in front of me and i, I got a bit of road rage and i was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go and tell him and my daughters are just like dying like dad dad no don't don't so it's like i raced after him and i pulled up at the lights and i pulled pulled up at the side of him at the lights and i wind down the window i'm like you fucking this and you fucking that you do and my daughters are just dying in the back and i'm halfway through this big rant at him and i could just look at it i just see this kid's look on his face like that's fucking Obi Wan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great! Can it's... you imagine the story that kid must have told all his mates yeah, that day? Yeah. I, I was, I'm at the light. He's like, "What happened?" He's like, "This fucking window wound down, and the fucking it, it's fucking Obi Wan Kenobi's giving me a right mouthful, a <laughs> <Yeah>, right <laughs> mouthful." It's not like he pulled up and he's like, "Hello there." <laughs> Hello there. Do you mind? Do you mind? Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Obi-Wan show. Filming March next year. Bring it on. Uh, bring it on. Well, if they're going to film it next year, that's 2021. So they release it fall of 2022. Isn't that kind of what they were saying? It was 2022, 2023, something like that. It's got to be... It's got to be 2022, mate. It's going to be 2022. and Celebration. Celebration, mate. Yeah, right? Right? Because that, that's... Yeah, right, because that's 2022. It could be the fall. So Celebration will be the big hype lead-up into it. He'll be there. There will be the fall. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> As, like, the Celebration going back into it. I have to get. We have to get into that panel, boys. No, no, we have to get that photo. It's going to be two fucking thousand dollars, but we got to get it. Five hundred each, mate. We can do we it. it. No, we got to get the team photo of us <laughs> and friggin' when Hayden, Ewan, you man- right? <sighs> Carrie and Chris. There'll be three of us, like Carrie and Chris, to meet him, like support. <laughs> well, we'll legs, just bring you toward like, like the closer. His legs the will be like. You, <laughs> the closer you get to him, you just like liquefy and just like dis- <laughs> like disintegrate before him. <laughs> hey, oh, just dude. like that's not funny. Can you imagine that four forty-year-old men just like fucking going to meet you and and fucking? Hey, easy, easy. I'm not forty. I'm thirty-five. Oh, Jimmy, I apologize, but I will be thirty-seven by the time that happens. So fuck. Oh, mate. We've oh, got awful. it. You know, if he does do a photo session, that's got to be the one, isn't it? I just hope they're doing photo sessions. Yeah, that's the trouble, yeah. isn't it? So, we just don't know anything, do we? No, no we'll but, but aside from that, so if they're filming, there's a good chance that that celebration that we go to in 2022 is going to be absolutely huge. While the promos, we're going to see like photos of characters and you'll see them in a panel like there's going to be so much merch like they had at um chicago where they had the speeder bike that was on display out there you got to see some of the costumes and shit there's going to be some shit like that oh mate i've just uh they've got me now haven't they i've not even thought about this how much mando merch is it a minute it's just ridiculous isn't it yes mate mate we're going to get all these fucking new Ewan products. I know, mate. You're going to get a... 
You're going to get a barrage of it, mate, aren't you? Literally a barrage of Black Series. Black um, Series. Hot toys. collections of... Oh, dear me. Koto Bakias of site hot toys of oh mate what are you gonna do you're gonna have to scratch that akbar shrine you have and yeah, make it mate. a huge shrine yeah, yeah akbar's gotta, gotta go he's yep. a lovely place mate that, fl- that fleshlight collection there i mean akbar collection well <laughs> move, I'm, move I'm moving downstairs soon aren't i so yes mate. i've got more room down there <laughs> spot, mate. put a little put a little spot ready it's fucking i'm not shitty lads um opened up the space today and it's like three times the size of this, so I'm nice. It's gonna be sick. So the room, <laughs> the room that you're in, Chris, and you said you're moving. Is that stuff out that room going into the new room? Yes. Oh, oh mate, <sighs> that means you can buy more stuff, though, doesn't it? You've got room yeah, for yeah. more stuff. Yeah. Oh, I like this. Like it. Yeah. I like it. I like so those cards. I can get a new cabinet. So I've got one, two, three. I can get a fourth cabinet and just fill it full of you and. That's a fill it full of you and yeah that's your episode title fill it full of you exactly what i was saying (laughs) mate that is the best idea you've ever had in your life yeah (laughs) fill it full of you but so they're gonna have all that shit i'm excited i might actually have to get a black series viewing of course you do there's a lot but that go against my my whole thing of just collecting mostly bad guys. What was that figure that you had, Chris? The was it the Attack of the Clones you in that you? Which one was that? A Black Series one? Oh, it's terrible! It's awful, isn't it? Absolutely terrible! It's just some random guy with a beard. That's all. That, all the early Black Series were like that, though, weren't they? Trash. Yeah. Absolute trash. Well, they were. Um, I I just wa- uh, listened to a um, unspooled AFI episode about Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark, and they were saying that all the Indiana Jones action figures, anything printed in the '90s and the '80s, all the face skulls were just shit, yeah, awful. Me. Like every Han Solo figure, even the Black Series stuff. Like you just nobody's figured out how to model this guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because like it's, the- it's like it's the only face that can look happy and sad at the same time. <laughs> I know. Have, have you ever seen that meme? Have you seen it? Yes. It's like his face. It's like Harrison Ford's face. <laughs> They've chopped it in half, and it's like this is the only face that can look happy and sad at the same time. <laughs> and, it, and it's the same. It's. I thought it was just two different expressions that they just sliced, but it's not. It's his oh. face, like sliced down the middle, and they, yeah. you scroll down and they put it back together. And it's like one half of his face is miserable, and the other one's like happy. It's like, what's fucking wrong with him? Looks like he's had a stroke. There is something wrong with him. Let's be honest. There really is. He's still flying, though. He finally (laughs) got cleared to fly again after, you know, the the wrong way down a one way or whatever. (laughs) Oh, Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I do. Ewan McGregor. I mean, Harrison Ford. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, Brad Pitt. <laughs> could be worse. It could be Brad Pitt. So, boys, I think that's uh, we're going to call that a wrap on episode number one hundred and thirty-seven. The nice. scruffy-looking podcasters racking um, them up now. One three seven. One three seven. We're almost to two hundred. We'll have to do something special for that one. Don't forget you can check us out on Twitter, Scruffy Podcast, Facebook, Instagram. We have T Public links in all the descriptions. You can check us all out there and. uh Stay safe and stay weird out there, folks. Fill it full of you in. Go on, Kev. Wash your knobs. Go on there, lads. Listen. Stay safe. Stay well. Wash your knobs. God bless you. This party's over.